Good afternoon, podcast listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in to The Rant. Today is Monday, and we have a Monday night football game. I'm going to dive into that a little bit later, of course, because it does involve uh, a team that is near and dear to my heart. But what I want to talk about mostly today, as I want to recap what we saw over this past weekend in the NFL, is that the NFL, as it sits right now, can be defined in one single word. And there is no other sport, professional sport franchise, professional sport entity in the world that this word applies to. And that's what makes the NFL so great. And that word is parody. There is no other league doesn't matter. You can even think about it as in a, from a collegiate standpoint. There is no other league, baseball, basketball, hockey, soccer, where you have this much parity a month into the season than we do right now in the NFL. And it is so beautiful and what makes football so amazing that every year we get to watch competitive games that mean something year-round. And right now, this is the most competitive it's ever been in the NFL. And to lay it in there, and, and you might not think this, but it is. And I'm going to back up what I'm saying here with stats. 75% of the NFL is 2-2 two and two or greater, meaning they have a win-loss record of 2-2 two and two or higher. Okay. There are currently 13 teams that are 2-2. Two and two. So, there's only 32 teams in the NFL, right? You have 13 that are 2-2. Two and two. 75% of the entire league is 2-2 two and two or greater, meaning that there are over three-quarters of the NFL who is a viable playoff option. Okay, think about that. Let that sink in for just a second. 75% of the league at this point is at, it doesn't matter who they are, 75% of the league and its teams have a viable playoff berth at this point in the season. That is incredible. That is never, I don't even think we could think about that. You think about baseball, right? No, it could never happen. Think about the NBA. Absolutely not. Could never happen. Okay, we talk about it, and we've talked about it for years, right? Especially when Ke uh, when Kevin Durant was with the Warriors, right? There's only two teams that were ever going to meet up in the finals and during that era, and it was Cavs-Warriors, and then it was uh, the Warriors having a shot to try to beat Toronto, and we got a little bit, you know, of a, you know, a, a pretty good finals again, right? But the fact is, Right, There was one dynasty, and there was one team from the West who was always going to be there. And then, for the most part, it was another team with LeBron James who was always going to be there. That's not parity. That's the opposite of parity. That's, that's knowing the outcomes. Right, there, That means there's only two true outcomes, and that's terrible. The same way with baseball. Baseball, you have teams, and the high-market teams, the teams that have the ability to spend a lot of money, usually, for the most part, okay, there are always outliers, but for the most part, it's the same names that we always hear. The Dodgers, the Yankees, the Red Sox, right? Go on and on and on. Those teams always make the postseason. 
What I am telling you right now as we sit here, and I understand it's only week four, but what I am saying right now is there is more parity in the NFL than any other franchise and any other team sport entity where you have literally a 75 percentage of all teams have the birth of, of the available playoff birth right now as we sit here. And it is unbelievable. And we had two teams remain undefeated. San Francisco was on a bye, so they don't really count. They're still undefeated, uh, obviously, because they didn't play. So there's three teams left that have not lost. Both of those teams, Kansas City and the Patriots, played this weekend, both of which got a uh, a run for their money. And and honestly, uh, the Bills could have won that game. Tom Brady had his worst game statistically he's had since 2006. He had a QBR of like 48.9 or something. It was absolutely terrible. He did not look himself. Again, this is classic Patriots. Uh, September's always their worst month, and now they're sitting here at 4-0. The reason that this team is 4-0 this, this September as opposed to September's of years gone by is because of one thing and one thing only, is that is the best Patriots defense we have seen probably since Tom Brady was the quarterback. That defense is incredible. He has the best secondary in the league. He has playmakers at all the positions. They take away they they take away the ball and they give the ball back to the best player on the team, who is Tom Brady. He just had a bad day. Granted, the Bills' defense is for real. Uh, the Bills had a, a terrible luck with uh, Josh Allen getting knocked out of the game, but they still had a chance to win that down the stretch. Now, flipping it over to Kansas City, if you're if you're worried about anything, Kansas City, you're worried about your defensive side of the football. Their defense. Gave up too many opportunities uh, to the Detroit Lions, and the Detroit Lions do what they always do, and they find a way to lose games they sh- they have in the bag. It's just like it it lies deep in the Lions' DNA that they find ways to lose when they should win these games. Again, nothing against the Lions. I root for uh, the Lions. I think Matt Stafford's underrated. I I root for the Lions to do well and succeed, and I think they have a better team than they've had in the past. But right now, what is clear and apparent is the word parody, the title of this episode. Parody, sweet parody, because it's what makes the NFL so great. And it also is what's, what's going to make us have two teams that are going to be 0-3 coming into Monday night. And that game actually means something now because of what transpired uh, over the weekend. So it's it's unbelievable. Again, we get everyone thought this game was going to be a stink sandwich, and we were and, and ESPN was going to have to swallow. Um, a big bite of the stink sandwich of an 2 0-3 teams playing. But because Cleveland beat Baltimore and is now, they're both 2-2, two and two, tied for uh, first in the division, the winner of this game in the, in the AFC North actually has a viable option being only a game back from being in the playoff hunt in the AFC North. This is a very important game for both these teams, whether you're a fan or not. This is going to be, the loser is dead. Loser of this game is dead. And he joins the likes of a couple teams who have died. Uh, we can pronounce Miami dead. We already figured they were done. They're dead. The Jets are dead. You can pronounce them dead, even though they had a bye this week. They're pretty much dead. You can pronounce the Denver Broncos dead. They're 0-4. They have a terrible season. It's probably been the most disappointing season for any team uh, starting out uh, the first month of the season where you don't have any major injuries to your roster, yet you're just so disappointing in all aspects. So right there, they join dead. 
Washington Redskins, they join the dead list as they are abysmal. Uh, starting Dwayne Haskins versus uh, Daniel Jones. That team is in shambles. Uh, Haskins got cast right into the fire. And he he now starts um, his first game with an L, and he threw, I think, three interceptions in that game. Again, you can finally pronounce them dead. The loser of this game, the loser of Steelers, um, Bengals, tonight, you can pronounce them dead. They will be 0-4. They join the rest of the sorry saps. You can uh, dig the hole and lower them down slow. That'll be So there's going to be five teams that are going to be dead. And that's it. That's all the teams that are dead. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. I forgot the Cardinals. Cardinals are the sixth team. There's six teams that are dead. But that's it. That's all the teams. Everyone else at, that, at this point has a viable playoff option. 100%. Every single team besides the six, and there's five right now, there will be six uh, by the end of the night. We will have six teams that are dead. Everybody else will have a viable playoff, a playoff option. And this week was full of games where I, where the really the, the, favor, the favorite to win didn't win. Um, you had the Texans who lost to the Panthers. Again, uh, Allen, the backup quarterback, to Cam Newton, had a gr- another good start. Got on another W. You had the Buccaneers go into LA and drop 55 points on the Rams. Uh, no one saw that coming. Again, making that division even more close, considering the Bucks, the Panthers, and the Saints won over the Cowboys late last night in a very slim margin victory. Uh, the only team that is really now sitting at the basement of that division is Atlanta, who decided to uh, lose to the Titans at home. Another shocker. So in my picks this week, I had I had uh, Packers beating the Eagles. That didn't work out for me. I had uh, Falcons beating the Titans. Didn't work out for me. I had the Colts beating the Raiders. Didn't work out for me. I had the Texans beating the Panthers. Didn't work out for me. I had the Rams beating the Bucks. Didn't work out for me. I had uh, let's see who I think that's that was pretty much everything I got. I think I had the Vikings over the Bears, and that didn't work out for me. Again. The parody, though, that happened this week, right? Browns beat Ravens. Now, two, they're both 2-2, two and two, tied for the division uh, lead, but the Browns have the head-to-head win, so now they are in control of the AFC North. You have four teams, count them, four teams in the AFC South that are all tied with a 2-2 two and two record. Okay, that hasn't happened. Okay, all four teams in the same division being 2-2, two and two, at the start of the first month of the season. That has not happened since 1970, since the merger, since the AFC, the AFC and the NFC became two separate entities. They were once the NFL and the AFL, when then the merger happened and they became the same league underneath the NFL and the NFC and AFC was created. That was the last time that four teams in the same division started out two and two, all four. Okay, that is an incredible stat. That is unbelievable. We are now witnessing amazing football because the parody is so um, close in the league. And what's what you are hearing talked about in the national media is that you have you have no good teams. That's that's what everyone's talking about. Oh, there, there's just no good teams, right? Everybody's just mediocre. No, you're look. That's the glass half empty mentality, right? The glass half full is there's a bunch of talent in this league. 
And that's why it's so hard. And that's why every team, like the old saying says, right, any given Sunday can win. And I honestly believe that. And we are so lucky that we can sit here and have this much parity in a league. Because guess what? Knowing the outcomes before they happen is boring. No, you understand? Nobody gives a shit about the NBA regular season, right? From when it starts pretty soon here, I think in November or end of October, right? No one gives a shit about it until what? Till about March, when people actually start caring about playoff seedings and playoff berths and who's going to be there, right? That's boring. Baseball, no one gives a shit about it until the All-Star break, and then a month goes by, we forget about it, and then August happens, and we're like, oh, we got to see how the playoffs are going to go out again, right? Nobody gives a shit about it until that happens. Hockey's the same way. Nobody cares about hockey unless you're a diehard fan until about March when people have to start making pushes towards the playoffs. Again, because nobody cares. But in the NFL, you can't sit there and do that. One, because obviously the league is the the amount the schedule is shorter, but the 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 competition is is entirely more equal. I will say hockey's pretty close, right? We saw the St. Louis Blues, who were the worst team in the league last year, win the Stanley Cup, right? They at the at the halfway point at, at December's point, right? They were the worst team in the league. And they turned it all the way around and got into the playoffs and they made it and they won the Stanley Cup, right? Hockey's a pretty close set because of the cap. But no, the NFL is by far leaps and bounds the most, the, the golden standard of parity. And it is unbelievable. The fact that we as experts, right? And I'm not saying me as an expert, but the, the, the community of media experts, right? Not me. I'm just a guy who talks in his living room. But the people who thought and, and you know, are, are, are calculated to be the highest experts of all NFL picking, right? They picked wrong in, in fifth, in I think, uh, in, in like over 60% of the games this week were picked wrong, right? The first one, Packers Eagles. That one, almost all people, the smart people who, you know, quote unquote smart people in NFL said Packers will win at home. They lost. Experts had Falcons beating the Titans, who just got absolutely manhandled by Jacksonville the week before. They lost. The Colts coming off a great win last week, coming into a Raiders team that really hasn't flashed at all, playing at home. They lost. The Ravens playing at home versus the Browns, who looked absolutely abysmal and had the most terrible play calling that we beat Freddie Kitchens over the head with repeatedly all last week. They lose. They let the Browns drop 40 points on them at home. Right? You have the Texans, who on paper have a pretty good defense. Their offensive line's fixed. They have a great quarterback in Deshaun Watson. And if the Panthers with a backup quarterback go into go into Houston and come away with a victory. The Buccaneers, who we all cast to the side and said Jameis Winston's terrible. Jameis Winston has one of the best games he's ever had in his career. Goes in, goes into LA in the Coliseum and drops 55 points on the Rams defense and Aaron Donald and company. Like, like, this is crazy. Like, we're witnessing things that shouldn't happen, right? These are all expert things that people said, that's a win for the Rams, that's a win for these people, and, and it didn't work out. You have uh, Gardner Minshew, again, goes in to Denver in the Mile High Stadium, pulls out a victory versus the Broncos at home, and then their defense is supposed to be this elite defense, right? Forget about their offense, it's, it's in shambles. But the Jaguars pull out a two-point uh, two victory. In mile high, that's a huge AFC win. The Saints, without Drew Brees, at home, get a chance to uh, to seal the victory, and Teddy Bridgewater takes that sack right at the end of the game. 
it gives the the Cowboys a chance with uh, almost, uh, about a minute left to drive down the field and try to kick a field goal to win it. They couldn't do it. The Saints' defense comes up big, and they squeak out a victory, right? Everyone had already painted the Cowboys as a favorite in that division. The Eagles pull out the win versus the Packers. All of a sudden, that that whole division is in, is in order, right? The whole uh, NFC North, Vikings, Bears, uh, with the loss to uh, the Packers, with uh, the loss, uh, the, I'm sorry, the, the Eagles winning against the Packers, now that division's up for grabs with the Bears getting a win versus the Vikings. That's huge for them, right? The Bills realized that they came in like just six points of going toe-to-toe with the Patriots, which hasn't happened in a very long time. They probably feel pretty good about that. Again, like I said, the Browns beating the Ravens and everyone being 2-2 two and two at the top and 0-3 oh at the bottom means the winner of this game tonight has a viable chance of continuing to try to be in the conversation of AFC North. That's that's huge for, for the NFL. These are all things that happen over the weekend that everyone should be excited about. We can sit here, and like I said, there's only going to be six teams that are going to be dead, that have no shot. Name me the last time in any other sport besides the NFL where you could just count on, on almost one hand the teams that are dead, right? that have no shot of making the playoffs. That have no shot of being there at the at the at this point in the season, right? At the at the quote unquote the fourth of the season over with. There's no way. Like I said, in baseball, we pretty much already know who's going to be there, and in the NBA, we already know who's going to be there, right? Even in the NHL, there's powerhouse teams that are always going to be willing to be in the postseason. That doesn't mean they're going to win, right? The Stanley Cup's the hardest playoff to win there is. It's the hardest road to go and play in the Stanley Cup and win a Stanley Cup. That's the hardest championship to win, hands down. I'm not even going to debate anybody on that. But again, we always know who's going to be in the dance, right? That's what's great about the NBA or the NFL. We have no idea who's going to be in the dance. Right now, I couldn't tell you. Right? There were so many favorites this week that absolutely just shit the bed. They, they just These are teams that we thought for sure would be able to take care of business, and they didn't. Like the Ravens, right? Everyone was ready to crown Lamar Jackson, right? The next coming of the great quarterbacks, right? He looked abysmal and and he honestly has been overhyped. And I wouldn't even put him in the top 23 uh, of all of the quarterbacks playing right now. In fact, you have a guy who's never played before in the league, uh, Gardner Minshew, who now has like a 93% completion percentage, right? This kid's on fire. He's in my book. He's he's ahead of Lamar 100% right now. Again, crazy. All these different outcomes that we've witnessed, right, have now made the NFL so much more interesting to watch. And it's never and it's never not been interesting, but now it is. Like I say, 75% of all teams have a 2 and 2 record or better, meaning that they all have viable playoff options. And the entire AFC South division is two and two, right? So that's the Titans, the Texans, the Jags, and uh, who else am I missing in there? Holy crap. Uh, oh, no, no. Yeah, Titans. Oh, the Colts. All of them are two and two. Every single one in there is everyone in that division is two and two. Hasn't been done since 1970. Unbelievable. So. You can literally bet on any one of those those teams at this point, and and they probably all have similar odds to win the division. Just because it's not that the teams are bad, it's because the talent is even. 
And that's the way it works in the NFL. And that's what makes it so great is if you finish first in the league, you win a Super Bowl, you draft last, right? It's, it's, it's an entire realm governed of parity to make the best competition and make every game matter. And it's working so perfectly well, right? The NFL has to be so happy that the Browns beat the Ravens because that makes that division at the top 2-2. Two, two, and then you have two 0-3 teams who are in the division about to play tonight. And the winner of that game stays in the conversation. The loser goes home, and they can forget about their season because if you're 0-4, I'm sorry, but your chances are over. And I speak that, you know, completely loose lips about the Steelers because if they lose tonight, they are donezo. Their season is over. Here's your participation trophy. Thanks for playing. But we are sitting here right now as we look at, at all these divisions, like I said, and we are, we are watching – such everything is is so close. Everything is is it's amazing to watch how these teams, right? Even the teams that we talked about, like I said, the Patriots and the Chiefs, the darlings of the AFC, the two undefeated powerhouses that everyone had already pushed in, and I myself believe they will be in the AFC Championship game. But they almost lost. They really, really almost lost. And it came down to the Lions' miscues, and it came down to some just some bad play by the Bills. But ultimately, Brady looked mortal. Brady, like I said, had his worst statistical game since 2006. He looked mortal. Mahomes had a bad game. These are all, this is, that means any given day, somebody can go in and try to beat this, any of these teams. It's 100% plausible. And, and it's just going to get more interesting as we go down. Like, like, again, tonight, I can't believe it. That this is you know in three game means means a lot, but it matters. It matters that both these teams try to win. It matters for for just the teams alone and the division alone. And and if you're just a fan of the NFL, you want there to be as much parity as possible. Like I talk about, that makes it so much fun to watch when everything we go we go in and we talk about it. The more parity, the better. The better it is as a fan, the better the games are, right? Look at all these low-scoring games. You take out the outliers in the Bucks-Rams game, and literally, uh, across the board, you know, it, pretty much an average of about like 30 to you know 40 points was scored max. And, and, and there was a lot more unders than overs in that. that. That's what you want. If you're a fan, you want to watch scores of, like, of two teams going at it till the end, right? We got a great game last night in Cowboys-Saints. There were a few others. Like I said, that Thursday night game, Eagles-Packers was unbelievable. That was the best I've seen Rodgers play in a long time, right? I'm sure the media in New York is loving Daniel Jones, although next week he has a real test to face, and it's not going to be these two or, uh, two easier teams uh, that he's had to play. Again, I mean, the Bucks came out and shocked everyone by beating the Rams. So it, it's, it's crazy. It really is. It is unbelievably crazy. There's going to be a, there's a lot of storylines to cover all this week that I'm going to get to, I promise. Uh, but for the most part, this whole day, today's episode was just going over the parody and what I believe is the best part of the NFL. And it makes it so great. And again, it was a great week. I did horrible in my picks on my pick sheet at work uh, because all those teams that weren't favored to win – uh, really came through and and they and they did a great job, which is which is an, not an indictment on anything. It's it's better actually. I prefer it 100. Anyway, 
Uh, I'm going to quickly talk about this game, uh, the Monday night game, uh, Bengals at Steelers. So the game is uh, is at uh, 5.15 West Coast time. So that's uh, an 8.15 start out there for you uh, East Coast people. And it's like I said, it's a big game. This game, at the, at the time when they announced it, right, everybody like balked. But now it means something. It's pretty much a loser goes home and their season is over. So it, it really is. It's amazing how we can go from literally a week ago after the Monday night game, uh, we talked about, you know, they, they started, uh, you know, pumping up this game and, and, and advertising it. And everyone was like, oh, great, 2-0 and 3 teams. And now it actually means something. And, and so it's, it is, it's a very important game for the AFC North in general. Just, just to see... You know who's still gonna be out there? Like I said, the, the winner of this of this game goes to one and three, and they are only a one. They're one game back from the division, and they still play the rest of the division a lot moving forward, right? Everybody in the division plays each other twice, so there's a, a, a whole a big a big movement, right? For for these teams to try to win this game because it puts them in a position they're only a game behind. The, the leaders in the division. So again, it's extremely, extremely important. It's amazing how much parity we have. It, it ultimately is, is a, uh, you know, a, a very, very, very uh, fun thing to watch. The Steelers are favored by four. If, uh, if that is correct, I, I haven't seen any adjustments. I was, that was the line uh, from earlier this week. Uh, when I read that line, uh, Andy Dalton has been, I guess he's like the second or third in passing yards right now. That stat is skewed because they have been playing from behind, but they do pass more than any other team in the league right now. I think it's they're passing 73% of the time, which is crazy to me because Joe Mixon uh, led the AFC in uh, rushing yards last year. I don't understand why they're not trying to utilize him more, and especially against the Steelers who have been suspect against the run. Uh, because of their uh, interior linebacker situation where they're playing a rookie in Devin Bush and uh, Mark Barron, who both are a little lighter, uh, not as a big of a thumper in the run game, and try to exploit them in the run. It doesn't make sense for them to come out and pass a bunch. We'll see what happens in this game. But what the Steelers need to do in order to win this game is they need to convert third downs on offense and they need to get off the field on third down on defense. It literally is as simple as that. If they can do those things, which they struggled mightily in San Francisco doing, especially on offense, they couldn't move the change to save their soul. If they can do that against this de this defense, who's one of the worst statistical defenses in the league, not only against the pass, but they're also worst against the run. They've allowed an average of 168 yards on the ground uh, against all rushing attacks this year so far. And honestly, the Steelers have been uh, one of the worst rushing teams in the league this year. Like I talked about earlier, James Conner okay, made the Pro Bowl last year. He led the league in yards after contact. This year, it is the exact opposite, which I don't even understand how you can go from leading the league in yards after contact, right? So that means if someone tries to make a tackle, first guy who comes up to make a tackle, right, you bounce off him and you gain yards after that contact. James Conner, right now, three games into the season, is dead last in the NFL in yards after contact. He goes down 
to the ground on first contact 89% of the time. That is unbelievably bad, and that has to change because this team is statistically bad against the run. If the Steelers want to do well, they need to run the ball. But in order to do that, I honestly believe they need to pass the ball to set up the run because teams are going to load the box on the Steelers after what they saw against San Francisco, right? The first half, Mason Rudolph struggled mightily. He could not, for the life of him, complete passes beyond the line of scrimmage. So what they did is they just loaded the box, they rushed him, they eliminated the run and said, Mason Rudolph, beat us with your arm. Later in the game, he made two great throws, one to Juju that went for like a 73-yard touchdown, and then one on a uh, corner route to uh, Deontay Johnson, who had like four steps on the guy who was covering him. It was kind of a blown assignment, an easy pitch and catch. I think it was a 23-yard touchdown. Those are plays that Rick Mason needs to make moving forward, and we'll see if he can do that tonight. Again, though, big game matters. Even though you'll be hearing the media, media people not talking about this game, this game matters even if you're not a fan because both these teams are still trying to play for a spot to win the division. They're not out of it. Even though they're 0-3, none of these teams are out of it because the two teams that lead the division right now are tied 2-2, two and two, but Cleveland has the edge, right, because they have the tiebreaker against Baltimore. They're only a game behind. So this is huge. Again, really exciting stuff. I hope everybody tunes in and watches a uh, game tonight. The parodying league is great. Thanks a lot for uh, listening to the podcast, guys. Please share with families, friends, uncles, cousins, aunts, dogs, cats, whoever. Uh, please follow me on Instagram at the rant with Eli. You can follow me on Twitter at the rant Eli. You can email me at the rant Eli at gmail.com. Thanks for uh, following the podcast and thanks for everybody tuning in. I'll see you when.